So hello, everyone. This is Otessa, and you are listening to Conversations with Hysterical Women. That's Women with an X, the Hysterical Women podcast, where you are all welcome here, friends, allies, everywhere across the rainbow, across the binary. I'm just really glad to have you be here. And this is meant to be a safe space to explore all of the weird things that life throws at us and all of the different ways in which we can be twisted and torn asunder, but also all the different ways that we can come back together. So thank you for listening, and I'm glad that you're here and going to be cheesy, but comment, like, subscribe. You know, so for me, right, like what someone was, looks mm, like, mm-hmm. I can be like, yes, Jared Leto is aesthetically pleasing, mm-hmm. but I don't know him. And until these things are met, I cannot give you an answer. And they'd yeah. be like, ugh, the Otessa response. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And um, now that there's, like, a name for it, I'm like, yeah. okay, so that's, that's like, that's normal. That's the thing. So I think yeah. another thing that I could potentially bring, but also it cuts, like, a pro and a con, like, yeah. I'm not going to necessarily be no- motivated by someone's aesthetic appearance because it doesn't yeah. tell me about who they are. Right. Um, so, so for anyone who doesn't know, what is demisexual? Mean? So, I mean, it's on a spectrum yeah. of being totally asexual. Yeah. But I'm more in like the middle. Yeah. So am I capable of sexual feelings? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I can't be like, oh, yeah, Jared Leto. Like, right. Let's woo! go. You know, like there's no <laughs> celebrity that I'm like, let's do it. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, so how could like, I answer that? To be sexually attracted to someone. I need to know someone. Mm-hmm. I need to, like, there's a lot of deep, and I think that, and it almost gets a bad rap because mm-hmm. some people are like, oh, well, is that just maybe, you know, half of your family's Middle East, or maybe that's Middle mm-hmm. Eastern, or is this, like, really? And I'm like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. This is not, like, an acculturated, this is, like, this is really just me. This, yeah. I was not acculturated to believe that this isn't someone slut shaming me. Right. I literally want to know have you hurt animals? Yeah. Are you a good person? Yeah. Like, how do you interact with other people when you see that there's a need to call 911 because someone is hurting someone else. Like, are you going to make that call? Are you going to be that kind of person? All of those things I need to know. Mm -hmm. So whether or not they're aesthetically appealing doesn't really give me the information I need that like, it's my motor running where I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling intimately attracted. There's no intimate attraction that is based off of that. The intimate attraction needs to grow off of something that is I, I hate it kind of goes back into like old school words like mm. wooing and courtship. Yeah. And it needs to feel personalized. He's getting to know yeah. someone. So until yeah. I really get to know someone, that is not going to come into play. Yeah. And for a lot of people, that's a problem because mm. they're like, are, are you? And so I try to be upfront about that. I'm not going to know. I'm not going to have the data that I need. Yeah. for a lot longer than you might with someone else. So if you need instant gratification and if you need to figure out the physical portion sooner, Mm -hmm. I am not for you. And my family also had a saying, which is, I know obviously it's important that you only get one body. You should take good care of it. And, you know, like I think that that's, but that's taking good care of your body, right? Just like going to therapy is taking good care of your brain. Right. How you look, you didn't do anything for that. Right. Like you you didn't didn't earn that. Yeah. That was not, and you know, so when we're like, oh, she's so beautiful or like, oh, he's so handsome. I'm like, that was not, that was just genetic luck of the draw and like whatever weird symmetrical preferences we happen to have or whatever. We're like, no, you didn't earn it. Yeah. What have you earned? Mm. And like, what, what have you like pursued? I would say like intelligence similar too, because like some people are just very intelligent but it's like what do you do with that intelligence yes like how do you apply it um, and if you're not do- if you're yeah. being a bad actor with it then not yeah. interested yeah yeah so yeah so I, I think that like again pro con yeah that's a pro to some people yeah it's a con to others right 
Yeah. I guess that's my answer. Yeah. That's awesome. I would see that as such a pro too, because like anyone who you choose to be with, it's very earned and like you're really choosing to be with them versus which I would think from their end would be like, oh, well, she really knows me. I'm really chosen here. Yeah. And I think that's why trust is so important. Yeah. Like the trust and the loyalty. Yeah. And why like, you know, if I don't hear from someone, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, like, like, ah, like they're, I'm like, no, they're probably busy or maybe something has happened or maybe I should be concerned or maybe they're just busy. Yeah. Because the world does not revolve around me. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's a really important reminder yeah. that like the world does not revolve around me. So if someone hasn't responded to your text message, yeah. maybe they're busy. Cause yeah. like sometimes I let the, and then I'm like, Oh, I forgot yeah. because we live busy lives, yeah, you know? And yeah. I think there's a respect that needs to come with that. Absolutely. And I think that sometimes women don't, uh, in, in heterosexual relationships in particular, sometimes that's not extended to women, the understanding that women have busy lives. Right. And something that I noticed recently that was very, very unusual, a lot of bad things had happened, which I won't go into, but like clear and present danger kind of things, like yeah. with police reports. And like, I was like dealing with a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I was going to message someone back that I view as a colleague, right? And I, I set up, you know, I'm going to go out of town for business for a week. Mm-hmm. And, and then it was like, okay, we'll, we'll reconvene or we'll, like, or we'll text like when you're back in town. Yeah. And a week and two days went by because I was filling out police reports because right. of things. Right. And then that person got upset. Yeah. And this is like a colleague that I thought might be interested in me in other ways. And I was trying to like, just keep it as like a, let's be friends thing. Yeah. And then I noticed that when I got a response from that person, some people do calendar accounts still as yeah. full grown adults yeah. that I was like, huh, that was weird that I got this message at this time. And then I went into the calendar and I looked and I was like, oh, you waited 14. The exact no, I'm sorry. Of time it was you, seven uh, plus two. Wow. And then you gave me seven plus two back. Wow. And if it weren't for like my nerdy data science brain, I would like, I wouldn't, I would have been like, oh, you were also busy. And then I was like, wait a second, there's something here. I looked in my calendar to be like, how long? And I was like, oh, I was just two days off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, and then I got seven plus two back. (laughs) And I was like, dude, we're in business. Grow up. Yeah. Yeah. Are you really as an adult man? When we are not in a, re- a romantic relationship, although it seems as though you want that, yeah. you're going to seven plus two me back because yeah. I seven plus two you when I was filling out police reports. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> like, damn. No yeah. wonder you're single. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point around like timeline or kind of like people get very persnickety about, oh, okay, that they waited four hours. I'm going to wait four hours. Yeah. And yeah. I just, I think that. Yes, some people do that. Mm -hmm. And I think it is important to be conscientious of not being too aggressive or playing games, but also understanding that like sometimes people are busy and it's not about you. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and sometimes it is about you and also being able to have the emotional intelligence to realize when it is about you and then how to like phrase that, right? So that it's like, you know, is it all right if I ask? Yeah. There are ways that you can ask where they can say like yes or no yeah. before you even ask a question that might be abrasive. Right. Um, because it might be your anxiety or it might be true or right. it might just be that they were freaking busy. Because mm-hmm. like, yeah, just get not busy. assuming other people's experience. Yeah. But I think there's yeah. a lot of assumption. So when you start, if you start doing this for women, yeah. I mean, I'm grateful that you're doing this for men, yeah. but I'm like, I wish 
I wish I wish I could be your client. Yeah, <laughs> I do work with women sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mostly market to men. Yeah, yeah for various um, reasons. But, but um, yeah, no, it's so important. It's so important. Yeah. So any um, any kind of like final thoughts or like things you're marinating on recently that you want to share? Oh gosh, yeah. So, well, I was able to nip the whole like family thing in the bud yeah. about when people started asking me about my reproduct my yeah. reproductive organs at the dinner table <laughs> which is how I phrase like because it was yeah. like so when are you gonna have a baby when are you gonna do this yeah um and I finally I just had enough and yeah. I was like so uh since apparently reproductive organs are fair game for the dinner con- for dinner conversation <laughs> hey dad how's your enlarged prostate like <laughs> what has the doctor said about that recently they stopped doing that yeah and uh, i did follow it up with and also i froze my eggs so chill yeah you know but i just bit back real hard yeah and everyone was like (gasps) i was like yeah so are we doing this are we talking about you can talk about my reproductive organs at the dinner table okay that means that like everyone's a fair game so let's talk about yours yeah and then it stopped yeah so i was able to nip that in the bud (laughs) sorry dad But it worked. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Gauge your family. But yeah. it's something that happens. So I would say that then I started to think about because having had a failed relationship and then also starting to think about like whether marriage was something that was for me. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think that marriage is for me. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that love is not for me. Yeah. But I don't personally right now think that marriage is an institution that would help me. Yeah. And so I've been looking at ways that other cultures now, our current view of this is actually very new. Yeah. And location specific. Yeah. So in Celtic communities, people would basically like sign leases with each other for two years. Yeah. And if there was a child and if they chose not to renew their lease, yeah. then the entire village, and this means that you needed to have a good support system because right. being a single parent is hard, mm-hmm. but then you would have that support network and the yeah. village would help you raise your child if you chose that you didn't want to continue that relationship with that person. Yeah. So I'm just, right now I'm looking at, okay, right now we're told you find this one person and you spend forever with them. And if that yeah. happens, that's awesome. Good for you. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm going to be at your wedding and I'm going to yeah. get you a present and I'm going to be delighted and yeah. I'm going to hope that it works out. Yeah. But that's not for everyone. Yeah. And I don't think that that is very likely not for me. Mm. So I'm looking at, okay, this is a narrative that kind of came from the 1950s and it's Western specific. Mm. What have we done in other places at other times? Mm-hmm. And maybe one of those is something that is better for me. Yeah. Did you read Sex at Dawn? No. Um, you should, it's kind of about what you just described with the village and like different kind of models throughout history and in different cultures. This is definitely what, cause clearly yeah. I'm not doing my homework properly, everyone, because <laughs> I need to read this book. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Right. I think that's, what's really cool about this moment and like romance is that there are just, I mean, there's always been a million different ways that you can choose to be in a relationship or not. But I think that increasingly, those options are more salient and like socially acceptable. Yeah. Um, and even if they're not, even if they're not, so fuck it. what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And after I did the whole like, oh, we can talk about everyone's reproductive organs at dinner thing. Yeah. Then the whole like having a baby thing. And I was like, well, I froze my eggs. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? That worked really well. Let me keep doing that yeah. to get my family off my back. And that worked. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, so you know what? Like, I'm thinking that. I know this is going to be hard. Yeah. Like being a single parent is not easy, but quite frankly, a lot of my friends that I've seen married, yeah. they are essentially single parents. Yeah. Well, I, I, let's not get into all of that. Right. Um, right. They're not getting like the emotional support and they're also 
in many cases, primary breadwinners too. Right. So it's like a whole thing. And then there's yeah. the emotional labor of pretending that they're not and the right. emotional labor of pretending that the, that the caregiving is equal. And I'm like, that is exhausting. Yeah. And I'm so definitely aware that being a single mother is difficult, but I started the conversation and I was like, if you really want me to have a child, like I've come to the conclusion that like, yes, I think I would like to have a child. Yeah. And there might not be a man in the equation. Yeah. And at first they were like, what? And I was like, I thought you wanted a kid. <laughs> you wanted a kid. Like, I'm offering you a kid. Yeah. And then they were like... <laughs> and I was like, what? You don't want it anymore? Yeah. You know? And then now they've just backed off. Now yeah. my dad's like, yeah, I've heard you don't need a husband for that anymore. Yeah. And so that that narrative changed. So yeah, yeah if people have problems with things, sometimes they, they like, minds will shift or, like, pivot and yeah. trends will change when it yeah. comes to all of these right. things. And even if, like you said, even if the trends don't change, I think there are always, a, it's just like, okay, what works for me? Like, what actually sounds appealing to me? Let me do that thing. Yeah. And that's true for, like, the industries both of us are in or like the careers we've both taken there's such uh, relationships or like the choice to be in one or not it's so fucking personal so like why listen to anyone else except for the people you that you do? choose yeah, yeah exactly like choosing who and you want to like listen to people who really are close to you and have your best interest in mind. yeah yeah and a lot of people it's not that they don't love you yeah but they might not have your best interests at heart. Yeah. Because of their own Or they're stuff. afraid or they're like, okay, this is how it's done. I yeah. want you to do it how it's done. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so you can you can definitely change the narrative. Yeah. And also I'm maybe this is my naive, overly optimistic about the long term, but every day I actually I don't know. I'm either optimistic long term yeah. and then pessimistic day to day, or mm -hmm. the other way around. Someone actually, else would have to tell me. Yeah, I read that optimists are less realistic in the short term but they're more realistic in the long term okay so maybe then, i'm day-to-day -day day -day, optimistic but yeah, long, long term, term i'm like the world's going to hell in a handbasket okay. yeah <laughs> that sounds yeah that sounds right but yeah. like day-to-day -day, i'm like no no we can get through this yeah but oh man like yeah i'm moving to new zealand <laughs> Uh, yeah. which is actually a place that I do want to move and yeah. have been working towards spending part of my year there. But That's anyways, awesome. um, for a lot of reasons, but yeah, no, I, I, so the optimistic part of me is like, I don't feel that ticking clock. I know some yeah. women talk about feeling a ticking clock yeah. and I feel when I, I did feel like people were trying to push a ticking clock on me. Yeah. And that was when I bit back aggressively at the dinner table Yeah, and just, I don't, but you're like, that's your fear. That's not yeah, my fear. Yeah, and I'm like, you don't give me... Yeah, like, yeah. back at you. Keep yeah. it. I don't want it. Yeah. But optimistically, and I feel like I've seen this in reality, like, yeah. love can happen whenever. Yeah. There's no timeline or, like, yeah. time... There's no Absolutely. expiration date on yeah. love. No, like, not at all. It's always out there. And it's not like you have to be in a relationship at a certain age. Like, yeah. It's, like, that's... It's just such a confining way to approach connection yeah yeah i completely agree 